So I'm going to tease you. And you'll leave both the middle from the Tzorachi and Goro. Shkana Shlach, my Barach. What's this? The Machsi Vitzay, Favos? A Tzuk? Yeah. No, it's good. The Tzuk is fresh and loved up in Hoben. A Tzuk darf in the Stuben. All righty. Now, take out your be so kind and open up your Chumash. Yeah, in Parshas Noyach. Now, Kodesh Baruch, who says as follows in Parshas Noyach, page 32. So Hashem says as follows. It says as follows. Bekeila behema ha-tahira, posik beis. Bekeila behema ha-tahira, from all the pure animals, the kosher animals. Tikach lecho shiva shiva ish ve ishtoi. Yeah? So from the kosher one, seven, seven. So there's a lot of different explanations. What the, how we, why the calculation of seven, and why dafka seven, and how it works out. And that we have to bring all of the seven. Because it says, Rashi says, the reason why. It's, uh, yeah, well, Torah means, even though the Torah wasn't yet given, but it means what will eventually become Torah. And the reason why Hashem says to him so is because eventually he'll want him to bring Karbonos, etc., etc. And for Karbonos, we need to have Karbonos Tahirim. Okay? The rule is that for the, for the, for the Karbon, for the, for the Bomo, in other words, what Noyach will build, erect after the Mabu, is regarded as a bomber, but it's a bomber of a Benoyach, of Noyach. And the bomber of Noyach has regulations, in other words, uh, uh, um, uh, a lot of, of flexibility, additional uh, per, per, permissible in Yonim, which a standard bomber for Yidin isn't allowed. There were Tkufis era throughout the period, throughout history, where bomber was permitted for a yid to bring a carbon a bomber, but there's a special din of a bomber which is bismanoyach and for a benoyach, etc. And this is a Talmud Yerushalmi, etc. And the Rokhachevah speaks the, the details. Basically, everything is allowed. In other words, all types of beasts and animals and all types of fowl and birds were allowed to be brought, even though on the Bizbech and the Besamikdosh, the only thing was allowed was the turtle doves, that is turtle doves and pigeons. But no other fowl, a shenken or a bomba, all is allowed. But it has to be dafke behemis tohirim, and oifis tohirim. And within that, there's many regulations. It can't be a balmum, whatever, all different, whatever, many details. I'll call upon him, but in general, basically, that's what the Chumash is saying, that we need shiva, shiva, and they have to be behema tohira dafka. Why? Because, as Rashi says, because it means tohira, which eventually will be tohira, and because in order that we should bring a korban, when he walks out, how many of the seven had to be brought as a korban? Some say it's dafka one, two out of the seven, one out of the seven, whatever. Different pirushim in the Rashi, exactly what Rashi means. We're not going to get involved in those technicalities. We're just going to go directly to what the Rogachover, and it so happens to be that Rameir Sivcha also deals with this issue. The swan cock and the swan pen. I'm sorry? The swan cock and the swan pen. Nicht zu glauben. What is this? You remember the share? Yeah. I'm impressed. So you want to go home? Yeah. Okay, yeah, nice. that's that. <laughs> Jaffe? So as I started to learn it, I saw that we spoke about it. So it seems like we did. Beseda. The Mai says, as I saw, it could be it's recorded too. Is it recorded? No, you said it on the Shabbos. Did I? Yeah. Thank you for the Shabbos. 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 Th
Sit on Shabbos? Yeah. Okay. I'll call upon him. So we're moving. Then it's Umenabhema. Yeah, then it says Gamli Oifa Shamayim Shiva Shiva Zakhar in the Kava Lachai Zera al Pnechola Oritz. So Rashi says, Gamay Oifa Shamayim Shiva Shiva Zakhar in the Kava. Says Rashi, Gamay Oifa Shamayim, even though the Torah doesn't tell you and specify that when we're speaking about the birds, it's dealing with the Tahira, the pure ones, the kosher ones. Says Rashi, take a look at Rashi, but medaber. The Torah is referring to the ones which are pure, which are which are kosher. Where the Torah doesn't have to specify it because it's self-understood. We bow the Torah by the non-kosher. All the species we bring two of, but we're bringing about the kosher ones. It has to be seven, and we bow there's a number seven here, so it's self-understood that it is the Torah, the kosher ones. And here Rabbi Simcha asks as follows. Good afternoon. We're mamish holding by the kashas, just in time. On page 32 in the stone edition. The way Rabbi Yisimcha asked the question is, the Sefer Meshachachma on the spot, and interestingly, here, Dafke, the Rabbi Yisimcha says the same pshat as, the, as Rabbi Yisimcha in Meshachachma. But what is interesting is that I haven't in, inspected the other forum of Rabbi Yisimcha. If he expounds on the singing, if he goes to town on the singing, etc., etc., etc. But Dafke the Rogachover Goin has a lot to say on this, and he adds in addition to the Pirush and the Posuk, he also expounds on it in, this, in his Chibra on the Rambam, in Tzavis Banech on the Rambam, and then also in the Sugi and Mesech Techulim. Okay. So the Rogachover, the, the, the Rameir Simcha of Dvinsk in his Sefer Meshachachma raises a point, and he says, why after all, true, lo matzosum and amefurish, but why Taka didn't turn highlight gum just like the Torah makes it clear we're talking about a behemoth tohira so why doesn't he say the same language and follow on gum also that the oif are the tohira tohira dika oif that it should, the oif is tohira why do we need to be loimit sosum in in other words true we know very well that where we can say something in a short and concise language so Torah does that if it's self-understood and obvious. But on the other hand, we need to understand there must, there's also like, so to speak, by the way, this must be an additional message that Turidafka chose to say it in this manner, didn't highlight and specify clearly and explicitly that we're talking about Tor, Oifa Shamaim, which are Tor, Tor says, Oifa Shamaim, does a God my Oif, Ha Tor, Shiva Shiva. Why? The Ragachavar Goin adds, uh, substantiates this question. He asks the Shaila much starker. He asks the Shaila a lot stronger. He says, you know, it's a mafurish gemara in Mesechtechulin. The gemara in Mesechtechulin, if I recall correctly, it's Kufla Betesa with Beis in the Perik Shiluach Hakain. The Mishnah says that we, in the mitzvah, in Parshas Kisaitse, where there we speak about sending away the, the mother bird, right? So the din is, the halacha is, the Mishnah tells us that the halacha applies only if the mother bird is tohoyra. If the mother bird is oif tome, the halacha of sending away the mother bird doesn't apply. Okay, we'll soon discuss some other details in that Mishnah. Now, the Gemara says, where do we know this halacha that it doesn't apply only by a kosher bird and not by a non-kosher bird? Says the Gemara, because it says in the Torah, ki kore kansipar lefanecha. The Torah says, if it will, you'll some happen to meet up when you're in your travels on the way, a kansipar, a nest of a tzipar. Says the Gemara, that we're, the Torah chose to write tzipar. Zippor. It does not write oif. 
So the Gemara says that we find that when the Torah writes Tzipar, bird, so the bird refers to kosher birds. And where the Torah writes Oif, the Torah refers to both kosher and non-kosher. And the Gemara goes on, and with a lengthy exposition, to, with psukim back and forth, where we find sometimes that Tzipar can also possibly, in the context where the Tzipar is mentioned, possibly it seems to refer to non-kosher, etc. And the Gemara gets out of it and says, no, the Gemara remains, that Tzipar is Torah, and Oif can be either one, and it's interesting, Toysvis also goes on with Kolmini Psukim, where we find references in Tilin to Tzipar, or in Psukim to Tzipar, and it's Tzipar Davkator, or Tome, very interesting little section of the Gemara there. That's in Davkuflamites Omud Beis, if I recall correctly. And to be sure, I'll tell you in a second. Is that why we so, and, call and ladies Tzipora and not Oif? Tzipora? I don't get it. What's it have to do? Kusha. 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 The men are men is Amek Kusha with the throne. So it's Davkuflamites, definitely, yes. So the Rogachobra asks, Vibal the Torah is telling us here, that is Davkator, that's what we're saying. Right? It shouldn't be either or. It's Dafka Tur. That's what we need for the Carbonis. So Torah should have used the, inter- the terminology, should have been used. Tsipur. It should have been said Tsipur, not Oif. So it's not just that the Torah should have said Oif Tor, like the, like the Meshachachma says, even better and even more explicit, it would have been if it would have said Tsipur. And interestingly, I, I believe it's connected, or maybe that's the way they define it regularly. In the Targum Unculus, the Taka translates Oif Oif, but in the Targum Yonis, and it says Tsipur. And possibly, for that reason, I'm unsure, one has to examine the other places where the Torah says, Oif, how the Targum Yonis would explain it there. But here it says clearly Tsipur. Bechol Oif, and it follows very well with the Rogachover going. Tsipur t- highlights very clearly in an explicit fashion that we're talking about the kosher ones. Another point which Dafke the Rogachover highlights, and take a look. It says here, by the Behema HaTahura, it says, Ish ve'ishtoi. Take a look at the Pasuk. And by the Oif, it says, Zohar Nekeva. Yeah? And when we go to Kaparos, he says, Zohar Nekeva. You don't say, it's Ish Vishe. It's a Zohar Nekeva. It's a Zohar Nekeva. It's a good. It's a whole pun by the Kaparos. It's a Zohar Nekeva. So I'll call upon him. So why do we find, we'll soon deal with it, we'll soon come to it. Dafke by the Behema, it says, Ish the Ishtoi, and the Gemara Beferish treats that. In the Sechta Sanhedrin, the Kuf Chesom with Beis, we'll soon come to what the Gemara says. But Dafke, based on what the Gemara says, the question arises, based on the Gemara's analysis, that the Dafke chose to say Ish ve Ishtoi by the Behemoth, if so, it should have said the identical thing, and it should have said Ish ve Ishtoi by the Oif, and it chose to say Zohar Nekeva. So besides that, in direct sequence, the Gemara Torah changes the terminology. It's not just that. The Gemara says that the correct wording should be in this context, even though it's unusual, as we'll soon mention. Nevertheless, the Gemara, the, 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 uh, if the Gemara doesn't even treat. The Maril Disc, the Maral Disc, Maril Diskin, the Maril Diskin, uh, raises this and this issue. Why Taka Zohar and Nekeva not Ishvi Ishtoi? He has many different Pirushim al Hapshat. I will not mention them, but those who own a Maril Diskin can gladly look there. It's Allah Torah, but it doesn't bring uh, the tr- based on what the Gemara says, etc. Let's go on. Bald, bald, bald. You want to know? You're going to have to stay. <laughs> or you can give me $10 and I'll tell you. <laughs> 
the Meshachachme is Mechadash Echidish Godel, and the same the Rogachover says. Now, as we always mention, did the Rogachover go and see the Meshachachme? Like I say, I'm just going to read to you what I, I just keep on mentioning it. This part of the letter which was sent to the Rogachover Goin. Here's the letter, it's published right here. And this Yid sends, tells the Rogachover Goin in the year Tofresh Pei Zayin. That's in 1927. And the Meshach Chachma, the Ur passed away 10 years before the Rogachover Goin. And this Rov, a Rov somewhere in Russia, writes to the Rogachover Goin, I heard that the Sefer Meshek Chachma, Oymeshech Chachm was published, was printed this safer. Please inform me, he writes this to the Rogachover Goin. Where is it, if it's possible, that you could to send it to me and tell me how much does it cost, possibly wherever he was a Rav, maybe he's a Rav in England, I'm not sure. Yeah, is this Rav who's sending it to the Rogachover Goin? So the Rogachover Goin seemed to me understand after the Rogachover, the Ramir Sinta passed away. Bechalal the Rogachover Goin looked after the Shiva of the, the Ramir Sim because he didn't have any descendants. So the Rogachover Goin set up the whole procedure how they should sit Shiva. There should be a minion should sit Shiva in his home. It's a whole procedure, it's written up somewhere. So it seems that the Rogachover, so to speak, had, uh, had an eye in all the inyanim of, yeah, Bechalal. So in this case, it's just very straightforward. Now, in addition to what the Ramir Simcha says, the Rogachov says that too and substantiates it and, and broadens it and deepens it. He also says additional pirushim. But let's just start off with this thing. And this is as follows. The Gemara says both in Misich Techulin, it's a Gemara in Misich Techulin and also a Gemara in Misich Techulin. The Gemara in Techulin is in Taf Samach Beis Amud Beis and in Misich Techulin Daf Nun Amud Beis. Rav Papa says, and the Gemara uses Rav Papa's memra. Initially, it's introduced in Chulin, because that's the Iker Sugya. It deals with the kosher and a fowl and the non-kosher fowl. That's what Chulin deals with. In Nida, the Gemara has an issue, and the Gemara uses Rav Papa to reconcile a certain Indian about a certain Bahamian in Yavne, whatever. And that may be this case of Rav Papa. Rav Papa says a novel thing. Rav Papa says, it's not so novel, it's quite posh. Listen to what Rav Papa says. Rav Papa says, Tarnagol the Agma Tomei, Tarnagoyla is the Agma Tor. That the, 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 the swamp cock is prohibited, is non-kosher. But the swamp hen is kosher. And the Gemara says, this simonoi, or maybe Rav Papa says it, and the mnemonic for it, to remember what, that the male is the kosher and the female, the male is the non-kosher and the female is kosher. Amoini veloi amoinis. It says in the Torah, that there are certain nations even after they convert. So one who has a, 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 a Jewish lineage, right? In other words, he's not a converted or whatever. He hasn't converted. But he was a Yid from birth. So he is not allowed to marry into, for a certain amount of time, with Amoini, yeah? To, to the nation of Amoin. says the Mishnah, the prohibition applies only to the males and not to the females. So the males in the nation of Amoin are prohibited, and the females in the nation of Amoin are permitted. That's the known halacha. So like Rashi says, this is a known popular halacha, everybody knows. It's a basic halacha, it's a fundamental halacha. So we use this as a mnemonic to tell us and remind us and keep us, we should be intact when it comes to a halacha in relation to male and female, we should know what the halacha is. Then when it comes to the, the, the swamp cock, we say, which is the male, that is prohibited. When it comes to the swamp hen, it's permitted. Now, 
Toysvis on the uh, on the spot, and also the Toysvis Harosh, if I recall correctly, no, that Rabbi Gershom is there, but Toysvis Harosh is Sechtenide. They learn, listen, it's the, the male and the female. So they say, you know what, the male and the female means, what's going on? He says, the swamp, the, the, the swamp cock, right? Both male and female, this is the way the pshat, their pshat is, both male and female are prohibited. And the species was referred to and described as the male cock. So it was described as the male, but even the female is non-kosher. The, the, the swamp hen, so even the male is kosher. And the kosher species of the, 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 the swamp, uh, of, the, of, of the kosher species of the swamp is, was described as the hen. Why did they choose to describe the kosher species with the feminine and the non-kosher species with the masculine? Because of amoni or amonis. In other words, we know we have this mnemonic. I mean, that's what we'll remember, in other words. We'll remember that the, both the male and the female in the, in the, in the, in the masculine are non-kosher, and the male and the female and the feminine are kosher from this mnemonic that amoni is prohibited, amoni is permitted. And they say it's only logical to say so because it's so illogical to argue. Right? The rule is, there's a, there's a principle that whatever comes out of a kosher fowl or kosher animal, so its, its, its offspring is as kosher as it is, right? So therefore, uh, the, what, what, thanks to the hen, right? We have that species of the hen lays an egg. And the egg has a cock. So the cock will say it'll be non-kosher and the hen is kosher. So the logic is that uh, its offspring should be as kosher as it, as it is. And also it's illogical to say they claim that in the same species, the male should be non-kosher, the same identical species. The male, right, it's the swamp, cock or hen. The male species should be kosher, non-kosher, and the female should be kosher. Definitely, therefore, they say we, sh- we cannot learn this Gemara literally. And what it means, male and female, it means in the species, both, both male and female are non-kosher, and here both male and female are kosher. But, Rashi says, Mefurish Natsar. Rashi learns Mefurish and Mesechtenida Avort. Rashi says, that when he says, the hen says, Rashi Nikeva. Basically, when he says, the swamp cock is, is, is mutter, uh, so the swamp hen is mutter. Rashi says, Mefurish, we're talking about the time Negeulah, the Nikeva. Rashi is making it very clear that we're talking about that the swamp cock in the same species, the swamp cock is the non-kosher, and the swamp hen is kosher. And it's, Rashi says it, Bikitsa, with one word. But Toysvis, in Nida, Pashat elaborates on it. And Toysvis, in Nida, so Toysvis himself, a Mesechte Chulim, says definitely it cannot be. So as I just mentioned, the second Pirish in Toysvis, in Nida, Dafnun, also agrees with that. But in Toysvis, in Nida, in the first Pirish, learns like Rashi learns, Bepashtus, that, as I just mentioned, then he says, you know, the whole... Argument of Agyotzim and Ator Ator is not applicable here because what happens? It's the hen which lays the egg. So it's the egg which is the, with the offer, it has nothing to do with the hen. Once it comes out, the egg is laid. And therefore, it's not together Agyotzim and Ator Ator. That 
because that logic doesn't apply. Yetzirah is when you're talking about an animal or a beast, right? Alive. So when, pardon? Alive. Yeah, li- alive. live animal, right? Someone, so no, no, the, 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 so there's a fetus, so the fetus is, it comes out of the animal. Mm-hmm. So there the halachas of Yetzirah Torah apply. But when it comes out of the egg, none doesn't apply. I don't know, it's not negated to me. You have to learn the toysfus. I'll be honest with you, you know the Muslim of the Sugi better than I, right? But Toysfus says so mefurish, that the, the whole thing doesn't even make sense, Toysfus says. A Yetzirah Torah doesn't apply because it's coming out of the egg, and the egg with the earth, together with that, gives, hatches, hatches, hatches the hen or the cock, right? And therefore, because the cock is hatched with the egg and the earth, so therefore it has nothing to do with the hen. to have a blood drop in it anyway. Vita, Vita. Now is not the time to discuss. I'm a fool. You had the same problem last year. Not bad. Good. You think it's good? It's good. Yeah, fair. I'm much impressed. Vita, Toysus. Then Toysus goes the same in the opposite way. That when uh, the offspring uh, we're talking about, if the uh, the the egg la- is laid, right, the, 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 the cock the, is hatched from the egg, right? It's a zohar. So then it's also not together zevizegoyrim. Or maybe the opposite, whatever. Either way, Toysvah says technically it's not a problem. No worries. And we're talking about in the same species, now this novel thing. Ended. So I'll call upon him what is relevant to us is that it's clear. So to uh, appreciate what's going on and how it works, you have to learn the Toysvah, learn the Gemara. Well, what's good enough for us is that there exists in, in the Shas, right? There existed Ladas Toysvus or Pirish Rashi in the Shitas Rav Papa that there's such a species which the, 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 the masculine, the, 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 right, the, the cock is non kosher and the hen is kosher. The male says the Rav Meshachachma. Now, when the Torah says, Gam me'oif hashamayim, me'oif, where is it? Gam me'oif hashamayim, Shiva Shiva, the Torah couldn't have said, Gam me'oif. Ha-tahira, right? That you should alter the oif should be tohor shiva shiva. I'll tell you why. Because if you would have said my oif atohor shiva shiva, one wouldn't know what the halacha. What one would think that this the 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 the, the swamp cock and the swamp hen aren't acceptable. You cannot accept it. It cannot fall into the category. Because if the Torah would have highlighted my oif ha shiva shiva. The fact is that this peer, this Shiva Shiva, this, this peer, this Ishva Isha, this Zohar Venekeva, this Zohar Venekeva is not Tor. The cock is not Tor. It's the hen which is Tor. Right? So I wouldn't put it into the category. But the fact is that the Torah wants that it should be in the category. Balderaza says that the Rabbi Trevor going. That's why the Torah didn't say Gam Tzipor. And it doesn't, it uses Dafka Doloshin. Because Tsipur, the Gemara says clearly, is only kosher. And here we have the swamp cock, which is non kosher. And therefore, the Torah Dafka chose to write by the oif. Etc., etc. And therefore, you'll appreciate when you see Taka, what did he. It's Givaldi. They don't say it. How many cocks on the table? They said there, Shiva Shiva, and they speak. Why is it Shiva Shiva? How many what? what? As many as there were others. What? Yeah. Just like, excuse me, how do you tag Shiva Shiva by the other chayes? Yeah, same, same way, no, no, the same way. The cock is from the Tommy. So he won't cock him. Hence, there were seven. Again, oh, again. Okay. So that's what the Torah says. L'chayu yizera al pnei chalores. Or you don't have to say L'chayu yizera by the behemoths. 
What does it say? Dafka by the Oyvah says, L'chayu zera al Panei Why? Dafka for this reason. Because the cock is non-kosher. And if the cock is non-kosher, you don't need to have seven carbonas. So therefore the Torah Dafka, so when it comes to the Behemoth, the Torah, the Behemoth, so all the seven are Karbonas, the Pashtas, right? According to those, the way they learn, we're using all the seven for Karbonas, yeah? But while the Oif, you don't need all the seven for Karbonas of the cocks, because you don't need seven cocks. Says the Torah, nevertheless, there should be seven, right? Hello? In other words, it's the same like the kosher, but not for the Karbonas' sake. The sake is, that with the cock, you're able to have more hands, that's why the Torah added the Chayzer Rabbi Nechal Otherwise, it's Mamish Miyuter, says the Meshach Chochma and Rab Meir Simcha. So that's why. So the Memes says, if you take a Rachsam Sofer al Torah, it seems that he learned the Chayzer refers back to all, both the case of Behem Torah and the Ifa Shemayim. But the Meshach Chochma and the Rogachover said clearly that the Chayzer Rabbi Nechal is Dafger added by the Oif. It refers Dafger to the Oif Torah and not to the behemoth Torah, because for the Tahirim, we need Karbonis. But what do you need? Shiva, Shiva of the cocks, the swamp cocks. It's not Tahir, you can use it as a Karbon. And if you... Nevertheless, there were additional, and the Mephoshim explain why. And they talk about why, whatever. Before, right. Only It's like they ask even the others, what do you need so many males for the females? One male is good enough for... Etc. The Shaila is not talking about the cock, Shaila is about the others. You get it? You need seven cups of carbonus and one cup of Okay, let's go. Okay, let's go. All right. And we're going on. And if you take a look when they brought the carbon, look and take a look what it says in the Torah. The Torah says that, uh, excuse me, uh, when they're finally bringing the carbon, the Torah says, that he brings the carbon and it says mefurish chaf va'yiven noich b'zbeach la'shem va'yikach mikela b'hema hatahera u'mikol oif hator says mefurish mikol oif hator v'yaloilus b'mizbeach that's page thirty eight. In other words, it says mefurish just like it says hatahera by the behema. It says by the oif all of a sudden it says oif hator. What is oif hator? You use the same terminology like you started off with. No, but after there, the, he, the korban bepoli brought me if Nevertheless, he gathered even those oifers which weren't tor as appear to those which are tor. But as a korban, he only brought me if And just to substantiate what the Rogachover says, the Rogachover himself says, if you take a look in Posik 34, the Torah itself uses the phrase of tzipor. Take a look. In Posik, you'd give page 34, uh, Posik Yudalit, the Torah says, that in that day he has with him so you get it the word Tsipurim nevertheless when we're talking about bringing the carbonates of Shiva Shiva we don't say Tsipur you get it? because the Torah wants to include even the swamp cock which is not the gathered Tsipur okay now the Rabbi Chavah says a and he says this in his Chidushim of the Sanhedrin, not here, Alatur, but in the Sikhta Sanhedrin. Why does the Torah say Dafka Zohar and Nekeva with this gang? That that's what we're talking about, what, that's where the Torah says Dafka Zohar and Nekeva. And this is as far as the Gemara asks, what does it say by the Behemoth that you have a peer, Ishvi Ishton? Frag the Gemara, is there matrimony by, by Behemoths? Baba Mises. Is that wife for that? Wives? The husband? The wives by Behemoths? Says Rashi Niskokin Lechula Kolaminim. All the, they go, they have, they mate with all the animals. Right? Not and if they mate with Pablo. Pigeons are different. Bow, 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 bow. 
They make with all the animals, asks the Gemara. So what does it say? The terminology doesn't sound right. Answers the Gemara. The Torah wants to tell you, true, they mate with all their animals. But the halacha was that, uh, like we learned in Chumash and Rashi, that the teva was koilet and noyach brought in. And also what was suitable only was only to bring it to the teva only those which who mated with their own species and did not mate with other species. So those, and that's why the marble came, because they mated with other species, so all those taka disintegrated and were destroyed. What were destroyed the marble affected them. But those which didn't, who didn't mate with their, mated only with their own species, they remained inside. So Rashi says, so what does it mean with their own species? Didn't have to be dafka with their own husband. There's no such thing as a husband to wife with the same male and female. It could have been with many, uh, many females, in other words, right? Labdafka with the same male, but nevertheless, it is the same species. That's the Chiddush of Ish That's what Rashi says, the way the Marshal explains the Rashi there. It's very clear. He doesn't know the way to learn, but the Marshal says it clearly that way. And interesting, on the Gillian of the Gemara, the, 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 the Rabbi, Rabbi, Rabbi Shai Berlin, Rabbi Shai Pik, brings from the Oroch, Lechvoidom, Lechvoidom, for the out of respect towards those who didn't mate only with their species, we use the term ish ishtoi, even though the whole terminology, phraseology, doesn't make a sense. Mm-hmm. Now, you ask very well, if so, why doesn't the Gemara deal with oif? If so, the shaila is... In other words, basically, the Gemara meant to ask, what should have been written by, by, by beasts, by animals? Zachor Nekev and and the Gemara reconciles it. So if that's the case, that's why it says it should have surely been written that way, by, by, by the same should have applied by oif. So the Rogachover says one pshat, like you said. And that is, the Gemara says that sodomy, you see, sodomy, sodomize, that's all those which, the, the, who also mated with other species, it was beasts even with humans. Even with humans. Rashi and the Rashim say it. The Mela, therefore, so when the Gemara, so says the Rogachover going, the Gemara says that by birds, by birds, there's no such thing as a roiva. You get it? In other words, that the bird, male bird, to sodomize a woman, impossible, no such thing. A nirva that can be, that a human, a human should sodomize a bird, a, 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 a female bird, that's possible. Nirva is possible, but a roiva is not possible. That's what the Gemara states in the Sechta Zvachim Dafpei Heyom with Beis. Says the Rogachover going, that's why, maybe one pshat, why the Gemara says Zohar on Nekeva and doesn't say Ishvi Ishtoi? Because Zohar on Nekeva, what Ish? If not for Ishvi Ishtoi by Behemoth, because by Behemoth, all types of uh, illicit uh, uh, mating. But by if that's not possible. But according to what the Rogachover just finished saying, he says a, no- a novel thing. What comes out, a Gewaldige thing. Here we have, if the Torah in the, by the, by the Oifers, we're talking about the swamp cock and the swamp hen. And that's what the Torah is talking about, the seven, right? And it's talking about the Oif, that's why it doesn't say Oif Torah. And that's why it doesn't say Tzipor. We're also talking about that category. The Torah Dafka writes Zohar and Akeva because we're talking about that category. You know why? Because they have nothing in common. Birds, which are all from the same species except for this type, are both, that's possible to say, they mate together, right? But they identify, they're compatible. They're both kosher. But when it comes to the zohar and the keva of a who, excuse me, when we come to the swamp cock the, the, and, the swamp, and the swamp hen, 
Zwei Welten. One is kosher, one is not kosher. No, they're not comparable. The most they are is Zachar and Akeva. Something that can business energy with the Sweden. They talk and mate together, right? But Torah wants to convey to us that they're not together, Ishvi Isha. One is Tomei and one is Tor. So therefore, it says Zachar and Akeva. You get it? That's the Rogan Shavas Hamzor in the Sechta in the Sechta Sanhedrin Daf Kufches. So with this, we appreciate all of this that everything seems to match and fit in a novel way. Now the Rogan Shavar expounds with this principle. He goes on and he says there'll be a nafkemina lahalocha with this species, with this type in the halacha of Shiluach Hakain. And this is as follows. Uh, and this is Poshat a novel Pshat in the Gemara, and he has a problem with the Rambam in Tzofras Panech al Rambam, and he wants to say the Rambam may have learned it in this manner. But this he says both in a response to, to, to an individual, and he, 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 he refers us to a posseg. Take a look at the posseg. The posseg, uh, the Haftar and Parshas Bichu Koisai. That's a, a text of Yirmiyot, Jeremiah, and that is page 1179. There's a posseg which reads as follows. The Pasuk reads, page 1179, it now it says there is a bird, koire dogor velo yolod. Now chirping, that's the dogor, chirps. The name of the bird is a koire. What kind of bird is that? Now you take out of many of your commentaries, they're unsure exactly what type of bird that is, okay? But Rashi says, number one, Rashi says it on the spot in Yermio. Also, uh, some other some other Mephorshim say it on the spot in Yirmiyo that we're talking about uh, this bird, which basically, interestingly, what, what's it talking about? The bird normally, the mother, how do you say it? Uh, when it sits on the egg, it yeah. warms the egg. What you, there's a H word in English. Hatching the egg. No, before it hatches, it sits on it. No, there's a different word. Kugru. Whatever the word is, I saw it mentioned a thousand times, I don't know why I don't remember it. Okay, so the mother is, is, is sitting on the egg to enable it to hatch, right? It prepares the egg. So this is the type of bird which will sit on strange eggs, not its own. That's the type of bird it is. And what is interesting, after the eggs hatch, so the chicks eventually won't follow. It's the mother bird, it's not regarded as the mother bird in truth. Because it's not its mother. So that's the nature of things. That if this koire will be dogger, in other words, it chirps to those, to those chicks, right? But those chicks won't turn to this mother bird, which hatched them, because this mother bird is not theirs. Poshet, that's the posuk. Basically, so it won't last with you. That's what the posuk says. Yermio says the same goes with someone who amasses wealth without justice. It's not going to stick with you. Now you have it, but God forbid, in time, in the long run, it'll leave you. Okay. Now, what kind of bird is this? What is this koire? 
So the Ragachover sends us off to three Gemaras, and let me just refer you to the three places he sends us off to uh, for interest, your interest sake, and that is, uh, there are three Gemaras, uh, yeah, and that is in Misech de Chulun Daf Samach Gimel, Misech de Chulun Daf Kuf Lamet Ches, and Misech de Chulun Daf Kuf Mem. Where there it would seem, at least when the way Rashi says it, and also the Toysvis, it's called a cock, and in the Yiddish, kuk, kuf vav kuk, kuf, kuf vav kuk. It can be like a cock, right? Cock. Or it has a different name. Toysvis, the way Toysvis quotes it, it's kuku. Yeah, something like that. The Iker is what's interesting. What's happening? You know what's going on here? I'll tell you what the context of this response is. Some Yidin wrote to the Rogachover about him referring to a proclamation which was sent to him. Now, a proclamation in Hebrew has the word koil koire. Koil koire. And when you have a proclamation, which they used to put like placards or whatever, which is proclaiming something, whatever, it's called koil koire. There's a voice which calls out. And basically, the Rogachover says as follows He says, This proclamation you're sending me and you're referring me to that I should relate to, he says, you know, this Koel Koire has the same, he uses the, the abbreviation of Koel Koire, abbreviation of Koel Koire, which means a voice which calls out, which means a proclamation, he uses it subtly, he so to speak, sarcastically, he's using it in a sarcastic manner, and he's saying, you know, this, he uses the abbreviation, and he says, this seems to be referring to what our Haftorah discusses, and that is the Koire Dogor. And Rashi says the Koire, this bird which chirps, what bird is it? It is the cook bird, the Kuvvav cook bird, which is like the Koil Koire, just like the bird, right? Chirps, makes noise, and it gets people's attention. The same as proclamation is Koil Koire, it's getting people's attention. But what is interesting, he says, your proclamation is like that bird. What's like that bird? That bird, it won't have any, it won't have no kiyum. It's not going to bring any, it won't be fruitful. What will eventuate from it won't last, he's basically saying to them. So you're sending me something, this kuv of kuk. He says, this kuv of kuk, which is the kalkare, is it was that week's of Torah. He says, it's like the kalkare, which Rashi says, is the cook of this Torah, which according to that, those chicks won't go after that cook. You get it? Good. And then he says, look into Rashi, and you will see, it, if it is chas v'sholem, oif tomei, or an oif tor. This kalkare, this cook, here basically he's also referring these fellows who sent him this curl curry that he should express his opinion or follow it or participate with it, he says, you know, you look into the Rashi, you'll see, it seems to be, Rashi seems to be, according to Rashi, it seems to be questionable. Is this curry, this bird, which sits on, on those eggs, those strange eggs, not, their, not its own, right? Uh, which it hatches someone else's eggs. Uh, is it an oif tome? Is it kosher or an unkosher bird? And he says, Chaz v'sholem, if it's an oif tome, you get it? Basically, he's letting them know that this proclamation, which is like the cook, may be totally out of hand. It may not be acceptable. It may not be kosher. You understand the Rogachover is always speaking in Torah terms. And that's what he conveys and relates to them. 
And then he goes on to say an interesting thing. Basically, he wants to give analysis to the Rashi. Because in one Rashi, in many of the Rashis, if you, I just mentioned the different places where Rashi mentions it, uh, Rashi seems to make it very clear. Tosius quotes that Rashi is of the opinion that the, the koire bird is the cook bird, which will have to make it non-kosher. That's what Rashi says. And Tosius says it can't be non-kosher. Because we know from the Mishnah, in Shiluah HaKain, where there the Mishnah speaks about the koire bird, and it says that the mitzvah of sending away the mother bird applies to the koire bird. Yeah, listen carefully. And the rule is that it can only apply to a kosher bird and not to a non-kosher bird. So how can Rashi say that the koire is the cook bird, which the cook bird is the non-kosher bird? You get what's going on? And then he goes on to say, so that's the question. And on the other hand, Rashi seems to say other weird on the Sattachulim that it may be the kosher bird. Koire is a kosher bird. Rashi says explicitly, Daf Kuf Mem, now in Daf Kuf Lamet Ches, Rashi says it's a non-kosher bird. But in Daf Kuf Mem, Rashi says it's a kosher bird. What's going on? Says the Rabbi Chavar Goy, Nagavaldi Gezach. He says, you know, this Koire is the swamp cock. Is that species where the swamp cock and the hen cock, according to Rashi himself, and according to the Tosvis, has the male non-kosher and the female kosher. Now we've reconciled the Rashis. You can have it on the one hand kosher, you can have it on the other hand non-kosher, even though the koire is quoted, the question is what we're talking about. Are we talking about the male or the female? The male is non-kosher, the female is kosher. So basically, that's what he's going back to this original this proclamation, is it's questionable, is it the kosher one or is it the non-kosher? This cook bird, which we're talking about, which is the koire, is it the koire, which is the cook, which is the male or the female, which is the kosher or the non-kosher. Then the Rogachover goes on to say that there will be a nafkemina lahalacha, in other words, in the practical sense, there will be a practical expression, difference in halacha, in relation to the halachas of shiluach hakein, sending away the mother bird. What's going on? So listen here, the Mishnah states as follows, in relation to this bird, talking about this type of, this species. The Gemara says, the Mishnah says, in the says the Mishnah. We just mentioned that the halach of the mother bird, you have to send away the mother bird, applies only if the mother bird's kosher. And the Mishnah goes on to specify, detail. If the mother bird sits on non-kosher eggs, the halach of sending away the mother bird doesn't apply. If the, the mother bird is, is, is non-kosher, but the eggs she's sitting on is kosher, so the halacha of sending away the mother bird doesn't either apply. In other words, both, it says that the mother bird, it says, right? So you take the eggs or the chicks or whatever, depending what the halachas are. So both the mother bird and the, the eggs it's sitting on, right? Both have to be from a kosher, both kosher and a kosher fowl. Can be from non-kosher. So both, if the oif is al beitzim tmei, or if the oif tomei is al beitzim toirim, the halach of, of shiloh hakein does not apply. Now the Gemara in Daf Kuf Mem Amud Beis, Rab queries a question: What's the din in a case of of a tosil which is sitting on a yoyna? A yoyna is a pigeon. A tosil. Says Rashi, 
It is like a yoin, like a pigeon. Okay? So the mother bird pigeon, right, is sitting on eggs of, uh, of, uh, of a dove or a pigeon? A dove. A dove. A, dove. a pigeon. A pigeon. Yeah. Not a turtle dove, a pigeon. Okay. A pigeon. A yoin is a pigeon. Mm. Yeah, for sure. A toyer, toyer, a A is a turtle dove, and yoin is a pigeon. So we're talking about a pigeon, okay? So there's a tosil and a yoyna. So the Gemara, Rabzera asks a tosil which sits on a, on a yoyna, right? What's that word? How does it say? I'm going to take an English. You have to excuse me. I'm going to get a VHS. Living Torah. No, not the Living Torah. I'm going to look for food, guys, after this. Can't get, no? Doesn't matter, Marty. I can't get a lift with all you guys out. I don't have a car here. No, you, you got a car? I can get a lift after this. No, it's finishing soon, right? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't like, I'm using the wrong, I'm not expressing myself correctly, and it's being recorded. Really the same bird, one's a young one and one's an old one. Rashi says doyma. No, that's the turn of excuse me. Yeah, Tur is the older one and the yeah. pigeon, yeah. Pigeon is the younger one. That's yoyna, but what's a tosil? So tosil, Rashi says it's doyma lo it's like the yoyna. And the Rabbi Chavar refers us to a Gemara in Dafsamach Beis, where the Gemara claims that it's mini yoyna. It's a species of pigeon, of the, of the pigeon, okay? Now, so the way Rashi learns the question is as follows. The tosil is sitting on the yoyna. That means it's the same species, but it's not its eggs. In other words, when you look at the chumash, we're talking about the mother bird sitting on its own eggs, and it's gonna, the, the chicks which will hatch is both the kosher from the kosher hen, right? And the eggs, the, egg, the chicks which will hatch are its own. Okay? So the Gemara query is tosil, which sits on a yoyna. Meaning, it's a co- they're both kosher species, right? And they're the same species, but it's sitting on, a, on some other eggs, not its own eggs. You get it? That's the Gemara's question. What is the halacha there? Is the din that, uh, that, that we have to send away the mother bird there, does that apply or not? And the Gemara says, we can reconcile it, we can prove that the halacha, that the halacha should be from the Mishnah. Because the Mishnah says only if a kosher bird sits on non-kosher eggs. Or a non-kosher bird sits on kosher eggs, the halacha doesn't apply. So derive and deduce from that, or deduce, or deduce, right, from that, that if it's two kosher species, even though it's not its own, it should apply. The halacha of sending away the, the thing should apply. Says the Gemara, Vidilma Bekoire. Maybe the Mishnah, where you want to deduce and say, ah, a, 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 a tosil on a yoyna, even though it's not its own eggs, the halacha of sending away the mother bird will apply. Dilma bikoyre. Now, what is bikoyre? Says Rashi. You know what we're talking about? But koyre means the hen, the cuckoo, the cuckoo, the hen, and the nature of the swamp of, the, of this koyre, of this koyre, whatever who it is, this cuckoo. Hen, this cuckoo hen, cuckoo hen. This koire, which is the nekeva, the feminine, you're right, the, 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 the hen, its nature is that it sits on strange eggs. That's its nature. Like koire dogger. On that its own. Oh, the cuckoo does that? Yeah, yeah fair, good, wonderful. It sits on other birds. Ah, so it's a zigimara vidilme bekoire. Maybe a, a, a tussle sitting on a yoin, it's an unusual thing that a mother bird should sit on strange eggs. So you can't refer to that as a mother bird. 
It's not a mother bird. It's not its mother. But a cuckoo bird, a, a cuckoo bird, right? It's the hen sits on, even on the other eggs. There, even though it's not its own eggs, but at least because generally, and the nature of it is that it sits on other's eggs, so there maybe the halach will apply. So don't deduce that if it's someone else's eggs, it should be okay. Maybe the cuckoo bird, that's, a, that's what the Mishnah wanted to convey to you. There the Mishnah, the din of sending where the mother bird will apply. But if it's a tussle and a urine, it won't apply. Even though they're both kosher species, and it's the same species, but if it's not its own eggs, it won't apply. Okay? Just that something which usually does it, that where it will apply. That's what the Gemara says. That's the way we... The, the Rogachever has a problem with the Rambam, which doesn't seem to match up with this Gemara. Okay? In Hilcheshchite. Without going into the detail. Okay? And the Rogachever wants to say the Rambam learned the Gemara as follows, and that's the way the Rogachever learns this Gemara based on what we discussed. The Gemara says, Vidilma Bekoire, it says as follows. He says, the Gemara originally asks the question, Tosu on a Tosu which sits on a Yoyna, right? Asks the Gemara, what would be the din? Is the halacha of sending away the mother bird apply or not? Now, according to this approach, it would seem that it's self understood, it's poshut, that if it's two kosher species, but it's different eggs, definitely it doesn't apply, right? Even though they're two kosher species, right? But because it's not its own eggs, it won't apply. That's to be the same species, but it's not its own eggs. That was the Gemara Shaila. And the Gemara, that's the question of Tosil on a Yoyna. That means they're not just two kosher species, right? But it's also the same species. It's just not its own eggs. But if it is two kosher species and not its own eggs, then the Gemara never queried. That's the way the editors explained this rugged shover. And so is written in Chalkes Yoyev, etc., etc. Okay. The Iker said the Gemara Vidilma Bekur. Maybe we're talking about, let's listen, says the Gemara, now maybe even if it's the same species but it's not its own egg, it doesn't apply. This that we want to deduce from the Mishnah is Dilma Bikoyrei. We're talking about the Koyre, which is the cuckoo. And that is, according to the Rogachover, that is the species which the, the, the cock, the swamp cock is non-kosher and the hen cock is kosher, right? And what does Bikoyrei mean? The Koyre Zohar, Zohar. The male, the male is sitting on the eggs, on the eggs of the hen. Now, if a male sits on, it's as a mother bird, right? You have to be a kosher one. And if the koire is the, is the, is the swamp cock, it's non-kosher, it's non-kosher, but it has, it says the Rogachev, it has a shame zipper on it. It's non-kosher, you know why? Because of the, of the hen, of the swamp, of the swamp hen. It's mate, right? It's mate. What laid the eggs? The swamp hen. And because the eggs of the swamp hen, the swamp hen is kosher, and the eggs are kosher, so even though the swamp cock is not kosher, but it, and he is an oiftome, and if it's an oiftome, it can't work, says the Mishnah, but this oiftome is unique because its mate is kosher. So even on the, on the swamp cock, it has a shame zipper, it has a shame of kashras on it. It's not the same case of oiftomi. Because when the Mishnah speaks about a, a, a tomi dick, a non-kosher bird, on kosher eggs, or non-kosher eggs on a kosher bird, we're talking about two species. You get it? The Gemara never discussed about the same species, which the father, and the, the male and the female are kosher and non-kosher. So that's where the Gemara comes to conclusion. The Dilma Bekoire. Maybe when the Mishnah says that if it's one kosher, one non-kosher, it's no good that you want to deduce from that, but if they're both kosher, yes. So the Gemara, no, we're talking about where the, 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 the swamp cock, that's the koire sitting on the eggs of the hen, right? 
sitting on the eggs of the hen, even though this is not, it's not regarded as Tomei, we can say, in a sense, because it's a shame tziparolov. He may be regarded that in a sense that it's kosher, even though it's like an unkosher. But because of its hen, it can be regarded as kosher, in a sense. And guess what? It's sitting on its own eggs! Even though the mother bird usually sits on its own eggs, not the father, but after all, just because one is kosher, one is not kosher, but it's, it's, an, it's its own. Before we thought we're talking about the same species sitting on someone else's eggs, but here he's sitting on its own egg. So it's its own eggs, number one, right? The father, the, the male, the swamp cock is sitting on its own eggs, which is non-kosher taka, and it itself also has some shame zipper on it. And that's what the Gemara says, don't regard it. Maybe the most you can know from the Mishnah, what is kosher, is a case of a curry where the swamp carcass sitting on its own eggs, where its own eggs is its own. So it's in a sense better than two, it's the same species sitting on someone else's eggs. That's number one. Number two, it, it also has a shaped zipper on it, in a sense it has a certain a sense of kashrus, but it's the hen. So that's the most we can know from our Mishnah. But Labdafke in the case where we have a, a tussle sitting on a yoyna, where there is taka, two kosher ones, but it's sitting, and it's the same species, but it's similar on someone else's eggs. It's strange eggs. May that the halacha sending away the male bird won't apply. So the Rogachover going wants to say that's the way the Rambam may have learned this Gemara. Basically, based on all of this, he claims that may be shot in this Gemara. Nevertheless, he concludes that la won't be so anyway. And that's why the Rambam didn't record it. Because the Gemara in Mesech Nida and the Gemara in Mesech Chulin, where it introduces that there's such a case of a, a, the, the, that the swamp cock is kosher and the swamp hen is, is uh, not kosher, and the swamp hen is kosher, came another Tana, an Amora, and disproved Rav Papa and proved to him that it's not true, that the swamp hen is also non kosher because it claws. It eats with its claws, etc., and eats whatever the claws are, many different definitions of what it means, which that proved that even the swamp hen is non-kosher. So the whole, this whole analysis of that Gemara won't apply, but that's only according to the climax of the Gemara in Chulin, and in neither. But according to Ras Papa, at least, there's a way we can learn that Gemara in such a way, and that's the way we explain the Psukim. And with this, we end. Have a good night. It's late. Excuse me for that. Keep well.